Girl Live podcast with your girl, Christina Garcia, spiritual life coach and your ultimate hype girl in the house. If you're tuning in for the first time, thank you for tapping play and spending your day with me or part of your day. And if you're back, hell yeah, thank you for coming back. That is great feedback and energy for me to let me know that I am doing something right and that something from above me, bigger than me, through the experiences that I go through here on this plane is reaching you in some way. And that to me means absolutely everything. Everything, everything, everything. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Don't forget if this is something that aligns with you, that you're feeling, that the energy is transferred through our time together through this audio experience, then please hit follow or subscribe and leave a comment if you are in a place that allows you to do that because that helps me continue to do what I do and shift the energy into where it needs to go. So I appreciate you. I love you. It is so deep. And today I want to get right into it and talk to you guys about what is coming up for me this week. It's really important that we spend time in reflection and having this podcast allows me the space to do that. So thank you for listening. For me, what's been coming up are dun 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 triggers. I'm not talking about the loaded gun trigger, although at times when you're going through them and you're feeling triggers, <laughs> it feels like a loaded gun and that you're about to pull it on yourself, which is exactly what it is meant for. Now, when I refer to triggers, I mean things in your life that cause a rise in you when it throws you off, when it tells you something about what you're going through, whether it's an experience with somebody else or it's an experience that you're having in your day to day with things that or situations that you're creating in, uh, let's say, a scenario in the grocery store and you keep attracting the same type of interaction with other people, right? There's certain things in our life that make our water, our blood boil, right? And for me, it's come up in several different ways and when it shows up in a relationship that I have with another person, whether that's romantic, friendship-wise, family-wise, mother-wise, uh, meaning mother-to-son relationship, I always know that it means that I am not aligned with myself. Because when we're not grounded, it's very easy to get thrown off of our tracks. And a great reminder, if we're really grounded or not, is to see how easily someone or something or someone else's actions or words can throw you off and how long you stay off or how long you stay in what I like to call your grungies. You know, it's easy to be reactive. It's easy. It's hard to find grounding and respond with grace or not respond at all, which the 
Scorpio in me knows so well whenever it comes to being triggered and when something sets me off, oh, you feel it. And I make sure that it takes one line to cut deep enough that I leave you there with the sting and I walk away with a smirk on my face knowing that you're slowly dying behind me. I laugh about it now, but it's actually pretty evil. And that's actually not where I operate from anymore because of the work that I continue to do every single day. And I understand that when you operate from a place of reactivity, that all that does is not only hurt that person, but it's really hurting you. So let's get into trigger. So there is an experience I had in the past with something someone said, well, multiple things someone said that had me questioning who I was and the position I hold as a coach. And I've already dealt with a lot of imposter syndrome as many of us have when we enter our own business, whether it's coaching, whether it's some other line of entrepreneurship, or even if you have a degree and you are practicing within the confinements of your degree, there's always a level of, gosh, do I really know enough? Do I really have what it takes? It's normal. So normal to feel that way. And I'm here to tell you, you're not alone. You're not alone in feeling that way. So, In that statements that were made towards me, I initially wanted to suppress the way it was making me feel, which was less than, which was, like I said, an imposter, which was angry and hurt. And by suppressing it, all that did was allow it to seep through the cracks onto other people around me that I love. I don't know if you've noticed, but when you get really angry and you shove them deep down or you think you're shoving them deep down, what ends up happening is it bleeds onto other people. (laughs) Whatever cracks you have on that pottery that's been broken many times and you've tried to glue back, and I'm talking about wounds and different hurts, and emotional things you've gone through in the past and you patch it up. Well, here's the thing. The emotions that you try to suppress at the bottom of the pot, it seeps through. And it seeps through to the people that are closest to you, which is what I do. And from that one breakdown with another person that I did not address and my combination of trying to hide the hurt that I really felt in what was said, it bled into a argument that sprouted with my partner. And what ended up happening is my hurt and my need to be right in an argument that had nothing to do with him ended up becoming all during a bath time and him simply not listening to me, which with which what toddler actually has attention span to fully listen to their parents 100% of the time, right? Like, come on, they're in la la land building their dream factory out of blocks that belong in the bathtub and making robots out of bubbles. You know what I mean? Like really what kind of, you know, attention span can you 
really take them out of when they're in imagination mode. And the fact that I was even taking that out on him simply meant that there is something deeper for me to dig into. And so with the trigger, when I really took a step back, I reached out for support. Okay, a lot of things that I'm learning through this leadership training and transformational healing program that I'm in is you get to reach out for support, which is really hard for mommies to do and many women in general because we're taught that reaching out for support makes you weak. And this may even happen on a male from a male perspective, but especially when you're a mother and a woman, it's like reaching out for support sometimes is like the hardest thing to do because you don't want to burden the other person. You don't want them to have to, or you don't want them to feel like they're carrying your weight, right? Which is such a distorted idea of what it really means to lean into support because nine times out of 10, the person that you reach out to support to one is a person who probably needs it just as much as you and there is love to be had when service is given there's love to be had when service is given and when you reach out for support it lets someone know that wow this person values me enough that they honor what I have to say they are safe with me and opening up about whatever it is that they're going through, that they seek wisdom in my experience to support them and aid them through whatever it is that they're going through. And I think it's so important, guys, that we take a second to ask ourselves, if we aren't reaching out for support, what is that really saying about us? And where else do we find struggle in asking for that support, right? So I reached out for support this night that I was having um, an issue with these triggers. And I had to be coached for three straight hours by three different people. And let me tell you what I discovered. I discovered that in the trigger, it was really statements that were being made that represented my stepfather, and different ways that I felt degraded by what he has said to me to instill the subconscious thought that I am not worthy and I am not enough. Hence the imposter syndrome, right? From there, I also realized that what was being said and why it was triggering me had nothing to do with the other person. It had to do with that narrative that I am working on currently letting go of or just getting to a place where I can recognize that that's the source of which it comes from and then letting it go and then letting it go. It's not easy. It takes a long time. It takes a long time to get to this place of awareness but it's about being committed action of growth, committed action of wanting to be the best version of yourself and understanding, is this fact or is this part of my narrative? 
once you're able to distinguish, okay, is this really something that is true about me? Is what is being said truth? Or is it just part of the story I've created about myself over time? Right? And what I found was, okay, what she's saying has nothing to do with how she sees me. It's about who and how I see myself. And I even found myself saying things like, oh, she made me feel X, Y, and Z. When in reality, no one can make you feel any way in which you don't give them the power to allow yourself to feel a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are in control at all times and what we choose to feel is always a choice. It's always up to us. What we do and how we feel is up to us. You catching that? You letting that sink in? Because if I feel upset, then that's me choosing to be upset. And maybe some of you will disagree. But listen here, okay? There is power in choice. And by saying that somebody else makes you feel a certain way, that's you giving up your power. And let me tell you, the only time that you give that up is when you are not grounded and you are not in control of. And for me, I am not above that because I have gone to those moments many a times in my life. And it is just not until up. It is not until now, recently, in the past year, that I've been able to recognize when I am displacing what I feel on somebody else. Because I am 100% responsible 100% of the time. And I have 100% of possibilities to shift 100% of the time. Because if it's meant to be, it's up to me. Let me repeat that. If it's meant to be, it is up to me. And it's about a way of being and how we show up every single day and how we are responsible for the things that happen in our life and what we're creating. Because we're all co-creators of this beautiful life. You know, when I uh, broke away from Christianity, from the church, one of the things that really disturbed me about prayer and praying to God about my problems and just knowing that he was going to quote unquote take it away, what I realized after my divorce was like, oh my gosh, ain't nobody going to take this away. Like, I can't just pray my problems away. There's a level of responsibility that I get to take in order to create change. And that comes with a choice. Yes, there is power in our words. And yes, there is power when we meditate and we manifest and we speak into existence the things that we want and we desire and the changes that we want to make within ourselves and the world around us. But simply praying away a problem didn't work for me and maybe it works for you and that's okay if it works for you this is not meant to be 
a dog on a religion or on a type of belief system because if it works for you then that's what matters you know it's just like health healthy looks different for everyone well so does spirituality spirituality looks different for all of us and for me it just didn't work it didn't make sense and i think that brilliance comes with a curious mind and the never-ending need to ask questions the more questions you ask the more curious you are the more you light up that childlike intuition that childlike mentality and when we operate from that place i mean look at children around you look at how inquisitive they are and how curious they are about life and how excited they get over small discoveries you know just small small discoveries and that's the kind of life that i want to live as an adult in asking myself these questions about these triggers and what's coming up for me and doing introspection is crucial in our growth for not only how we show up in life but how we lead leadership is all about responsibility it's about committed action it's about the language we use and how we use it in order to make an impact make an impact with people around you and mostly with yourself because here's the thing y'all you can't start to make a change outside of you until you work on what's happening inside of you transformation happens from the inside out from the inside out when you deal with triggers you will often see that they're unresolved hurts or pains or messages that we have created in our own lives that we have not yet recognized or stood face to face with and the more you allow yourself to sit with a trigger and really analyze what is this really saying about me will be the minute that you are starting to do the work because here's the thing triggers usually signify something of our past okay some type of hurt some type of emotional thing that we've suppressed from our past and i'm telling you right now that you cannot create a new future by holding on to emotions of the past y'all because all that means is what you're creating from when you create from the past you recreate your future with the past in order to move forward from that space you get to recognize it you get to face it confront it let it embody you be with those emotions and then release it surrender to it we spend so much time resisting things that we don't want to feel because we don't like the way it feels because it feels like shit we would feel crappy to bring up things that have hurt us in the past we live emotions that sting but by confronting it it's just like confronting a fear when you let the fear dead in its face and you move alongside it, it anyway despite the discomfort that you feel that's called taking a risk and when you take a risk when you take these risks and you succeed at that risk 
can only do you open yourself up past the comfort or discomfort that you originally felt but then you realize that it wasn't as bad and then it makes it a little bit easier the next time around so next time you find yourself in unalignment with something someone else said and it feels as if they're attacking you take a minute to step back and reflect well i'm giving somebody else the power so what is this saying about me where am i not grounded and what is it that they said is it trickery or is it fact is it story or is it back to taking risks and what that looks like here's the thing taking risks is scary as hell because there's a entire pool of unknown that sits on the other side of risk that we've been taught our whole lives not to dive into <laughs> you know what i'm saying like don't go in that pool of risk because god forbid what ends up on the other side you need to stay safe in the shallow end don't go into those deep waters because you never know which shark is lying around. But really, are you going to sit in the shallow waters just to stay away from what could be living on the other side of that pool? What if on the other side of the pool is a paradise, a paradise that you can't seem to see because you're too scared of just taking an inch step deeper into the pool that you're already in. So when you take a risk, you build your confidence. And what that's doing is you're just gathering information. You're gathering information about yourself. And self-mastery, self-discovery is all about building confidence. And the confidence gets torn down because we were always born as these confident light beings your true authentic self exists underneath all the layers of shit that we've acquired over the years and ideas and belief systems that we've gathered from other people and we've allowed it to infiltrate our space of who we really truly are so getting to that authentic place of being of who you are comes with Stepping into the unknown when you and analyzing when you get triggered, what is it saying about you? Not being ashamed to look within, not being scared to pull up the things that you've been hiding for such a long time. And the funniest thing about all of this, the funniest, the most funny proper English here. The most funny thing about all of this is the only person getting in the way of all of that is yourself. Because a hundred percent of the time, it is you that is in your own goddamn way. So I get to get out of my way and stop being ashamed of who I am and where I've come and what I've gone through to get to where I am. And to feel free to express myself, feel free to own all the different experiences that have led me up to this point and all the different ways that 
seem to have molded me and given me wisdom in the work that I've done to be where I am. You've got to ask yourself, if you're allowing somebody else's opinion of you or judgment of you or something they say to rock you, that's just a message for you to look deeper within and ask yourself why is something so small that someone else has said that doesn't know me, that hasn't lived my life, able to rock me and throw me off my path, right? Because the only person that can actually have the power to do that is you. So giving it up to somebody else, going back to that idea, just means that you get to get realigned with yourself. And what I learned from this trigger recently is this. You don't have to respond. When somebody triggers you, you don't have to respond right away. You get to sit with it. You get to embody whatever it is that you feel that's coming up for you and journal about it. I journal about a lot of things, and this was a moment that I really got to do it because one of my coaches instructed me, hey, when you're triggered by something someone says, break it down. Break it down and see what is this person saying and what narrative am I allowing it to say about me? And then flip it around and ask yourself, okay, when was I and how have I used the same type of tone, the same type of language, said dissimilar things to somebody else that I love? And what did that remind me of? Because then what that does when you create this relation around the words being used, you get to see that you are the same type of person and the language that's being used against you that you're giving your power up to that you've also been in their shoes. And what that builds is compassion. Compassion and relation to the story that you're not only telling yourself, but how you've also possibly mistreated someone in your life in the same respect. And then it lets you see that, yes, we're all different, but then there is a similarity in those actions that we create that we see in others and we're hurt, but then yet we turn a blind eye when we're doing it to the other people. So it's very powerful to be in self-reflection often. And when you're thrown off your game and you're upset and there's something that's not aligning with who you really are, it's a message for you. There's always a message in the triggers, y'all. The triggers tell you more about you than it says about the other person. Now, is there a message for them? Is there feedback for them? Absolutely. I am 100% sure that it is reciprocation. But here's the thing. You can only control what you're in control of and what you have the power to maneuver through. So in these cases, it's like, okay, how can I maneuver through this? How can I be fully responsible for what happened and maneuver through it? I want to go back to another idea that I had brought up about not having to respond. Because if you're anything like me, when I feel like I've hurt someone's feelings or someone sees me or perceives me in a way that I know is not true, that it triggers me, I want to respond right away. I want to be reactive. And I want to rebuttal with something that validates me, that defends 
my validation in who I am. But here's the thing in defensiveness. When we are defending, that is the same thing as needing to be right. And when you need to be right and you're already in this place of like someone needs to be wrong, you're already outside of responsibility because then it's putting the blame on somebody else. And it's so easy to just give away our problems, like I said earlier, to some entity outside of us, to another human being. That's called victimization, right? When we're always in victim mode. I know I'm in victim mode when I'm not fully being responsible for everything that I am creating in my life. And so in this case, when it comes to the activity, This last time I was able to take a step back because I have wonderful people in my life who hold me accountable and help remind me of who I truly am. I hope you have those people in your life and if they are bringing you down, if the top five people in your life are egging you on in a a negative direction, you get to reevaluate that and you also get to ask yourself, what is that telling you about you? So anyways, I was able to take a step back and say, you know what, I get to validate myself. I don't need to go out of my way to validate or find validity in someone else by defending me because there's already, again, the need to be right in that situation, the need for somebody else to confirm my worth, which we all know that that doesn't come from somebody else, that comes from ourselves. And so in that moment, I not only got to reiterate to myself how important was it to see my own value and my own worth, but it was even more important that I didn't have to respond right away. And in that, I got to become very collected in myself. I got to find peace within myself. I got to smooth out with my partner the original problem that I created in the first place in an argument outside of my suppression of my emotions from the initial trigger. And what was very noticeable is when you have one breakdown in one place and you don't address it, it trickles into all these different other places I was talking about earlier, like the bleeding and how it bleeds into other areas of your life. And that's exactly what happened just by me having one breakdown of not just simply taking a step back and acknowledging where I was at. I created all these tiny little ripple effects of negative emotions into things around me. So it starts with us. It starts with you. It starts with me. Taking a look within when we get angry, when something throws us off. And taking a step back to really analyze, okay, why is this happening? What is this saying about me? And how deep am I really willing to go? And if I can't get out of my head, who am I able to reach out to support for or to? And those people that I'm reaching out to, are they people that know me? Are they people that see me, believe in me, who are willing to be honest with me, who I know is going to tell me the truth about who I am and not be afraid to call me out on my bullshit. There's enough fakeness going around this world. We don't need that in your inner circle, right? We want somebody in our inner circle that's going to be like, yo, 
you acting like a damn fool and you just snap the fuck out of it. But guess what? I love you, but you're acting like a damn fool. <laughs> okay? Right? When you receive just honesty like that, you crave it. You crave it from the people you love most. Because nobody wants to be lied to or sugarcoated. Like, when you really experience what it's like to receive honest feedback with love and compassion, you'll never want it any other way. And you will know deep in your soul when it is when it is coming from a different place, when it's anything less than that. Because, you know, we all deserve that level of honesty in our life. And it starts when you start becoming that honest with yourself. Because when you're that honest with yourself, when you're that vulnerable and open about who you are and what you've done and where you've gone and what you've been through, people notice that. People see it. People understand it. They can relate to it. Once they can relate to it, they know that they can come to you, they can share things with you without being judged and knowing that regardless of what is said, that you're going to hold them to a space of love as well because it's reciprocated. And that is the most powerful thing, the most powerful gift that you can share with someone is that honesty, that love and that vulnerability and the, the level of respect that you gain out of that from one another is so significant so i'm gonna drop the mic right there i'm gonna drop it right there and just leave you with those nuggets basically the message of triggers tell you something about you and you're willing to go deeper with it you get to take a step back when you feel yourself being thrown off of your alignment and if you get angry if something rocks you if you're emotionally distraught and that emotion that arises in you you have the power and the choice every time to shift no one can make you feel a certain way unless you give them the power to do that and you are enough and worthy only you know what you've gone through and been through in order to fulfill the purpose that you're here to fulfill. And my job as a spiritual coach is to help you redirect yourself back to you. Because there's nothing that I teach, there's nothing that I say that is something that is new and profound it's things that we've all heard in different ways from other people, but it's about how it resonates with you and how you connect with me that makes a huge difference. So if you've sat on this episode for the full 35 minutes so far, then something's landing. Something is making sense to you. And that is everything. Listen to that. Listen to that inner critic. And understand the difference between the critic and your true authentic self. Because there is nothing that anybody can teach you that you don't already know. But we all need a little bit of guidance every now and again. So if that's something that you are looking for, remember I'm always available through my DMs. You can reach me at... Um, at life coach underscore yes girl thrive on instagram 
I always answer messages there within 24 hours because I'm very active on that space. And just for all of y'all that are looking for something deeper than this podcast, know that I also run a Yes Girl Thrive coaching program. It's a six-month intensive to healing and joyful self-discovery because with painful digging deep in things that we've been through and traumas and, and things like that, we need space to balance it out with joy. And I truly believe that you can have both. You can be happy and you can be healing. And that's my objective. My objective is always to help redirect you back to you because you have all the answers. And there are millions of guys out here wanting to help and put you in a place that allows you to reawaken a part of you that has been dormant, that has been sleeping, that has been hiding for a long time. That person is there. Just takes a little nudging, takes an extra hand, takes some extra light shown in your direction to just awaken that part of you, you know? So with all that being said, y'all, my empowered souls, my sweet, loving, beautiful people out there, know that you are loved and you are supported. Don't be afraid to ask for support and reach out. It takes so much courage to do that. Believe me, I get it. I get it. But the moment you ask for support is the minute that you also are surrendering. And surrendering is so beautiful. There's a freedom in surrendering to the unknown, surrendering to yourself, surrendering to others. And it's just a way of living. So I'll leave you with that and remind you that you are a powerful being, a co-creator of this world.